everyone. This is Nurse Anna from NurseStudy.net. And today we're going to be discussing congestive heart failure or CHF. This website is not intended to provide medical advice. The articles on this website are intended for entertainment or educational value only. While we strive to offer 100% accuracy, medical procedures are rapidly changing and laws vary greatly from location. Congestive heart failure, also called heart failure, is a chronic cardiac condition where there is a reduction in the capacity of the heart to sufficiently pump blood throughout the body. This causes the body to have a lower oxygen supply than what it requires. In turn, the patient with CHF usually has fatigue, shortness of breath, and a limited ability to exercise or even use the stairs. CHF can affect either both sides of the heart or just one side. The three types of CHF are biventricular, left-sided, and right-sided heart failure. In left-sided heart failure, the left ventricle becomes enlarged and becomes dilated together with the left atrium in order to compensate for the increased pressure. Right-sided heart failure usually happens after left-sided heart failure. Pulling of blood in the left heart chambers causes an increase in pressure, impairing the normal blood drainage from the lungs to the left atrium. The pressure in the pulmonary veins increases, causing the right ventricle to compensate by pumping more vigorously. In time, the cardiac muscles of the right chambers wear down, causing right-sided heart failure. Failure of both sides of the heart is called biventricular heart failure. Congestion is one of the common features of heart failure, thus the term congestive heart failure. It is still used by many health professionals. Now moving on to the signs and symptoms of heart failure. We have dyspnea, which is shortness of breath upon exertion or lying down. We have jugular vein distension, also known as JVD. We have fatigue and reduced ability to exercise. We have peripheral edema, which is swelling of the limbs, ankles, and feet. We also can see pulmonary edema, as well as ascites, which is swelling of the abdominal cavity. Other signs and symptoms of CHF can include irregular and or rapid heartbeat, coughing and wheezing may come with white or blood-tinged sputum, nausea and lack of appetite, decreased levels of alertness and concentration, increased urinary frequency at night, chest pain if the heart failure is caused by a myocardial infarction, otherwise known as heart attack. Now we're going to move into some of the causes of heart failure. The first one being a heart attack or an MI, coronary artery disease, also known as CAD. These are the most common causes of heart failure. Fat buildup in the arterial walls leads to reduction of blood flow, resulting in a cardiac arrest. Other causes could include hypertension. Having a high blood pressure causes the heart to work harder than normal in order to facilitate the blood circulation throughout the body. This makes the cardiac muscle stiffer and or weaker, leading to heart failure. Alcohol, tobacco, and drug abuse. The toxic effects of alcohol, nicotine, and drugs, i.e. cocaine, may lead to damage of the cardiac muscles, known as cardiomyopathy. Congenital heart defects. Faulty heart chambers or valves at birth can directly affect the functionality of the heart. Other heart conditions, viral infections such as COVID-19 may cause inflammation of cardiac muscles known as myocarditis. Chronic diseases like HIV, diabetes, arrhythmias, and thyroid problems may lead to heart failure. 
certain medications, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, otherwise known as NSAIDs, several anesthesia drugs, chemotherapy agents, and some antihypertensives put a person at a higher risk for heart problems, which may eventually lead to heart failure. Let's examine some complications of heart failure. One would be kidney damage. A reduction of blood flow from the heart to the kidneys may result to reduce capacity of the kidneys to remove toxic waste. If left untreated, this may lead to kidney failure, which may require the patient to undergo dialysis. Liver damage. Fluid buildup may result in increased pressure to the liver. If left untreated, this may result in liver damage, known as scarring. And finally, under complications, we could have other cardiac issues. Heart failure may result in faulty heart valves and arrhythmias if there's an increased pressure in the heart or enlargement of the heart. Now we're going to move on to diagnostics. Physical examination. Sometimes crackles can be heard upon auscultation. You may also see signs of edema upon inspection. We're going to do some blood tests like a CBC, a NT, ProBNP. We're going to do some imaging like chest x-ray, echocardiogram, CT scan, MRI, coronary angiogram, which is insertion of a catheter and injecting a dye for visualization. Other diagnostics could include an electrocardiogram, a stress test, which is letting the patient walk on a treadmill while attached to an EKG machine. We also do a myocardial biopsy, which is insertion of a biopsy cord in a vein in the neck or groin to take a heart muscle tissue sample. Treatments for heart failure would include medications. Several medications are used in combination to treat heart failure, and these would include angiotensin-converting enzyme or ACE inhibitors. And this promotes vasodilation of the blood vessels, lowering the pressure and improving blood flow. Sample would be lisinopril or lanopril. Another medication would be beta blockers because this reduces heart rate and blood pressure. Finally, we would have angiotensin II receptor blockers, similar to ACE inhibitors and can be used if the patient does not tolerate ACE inhibitors. Digitalis or digoxin, which improves the contraction of heart muscle, regulate heart rhythm, and reduces heartbeat. Diuretics. This will be to facilitate elimination of excess fluid in the body through urination. And we have inotropes. These are intravenous medications used for people with severe heart failure in the hospital to improve heart pumping function and maintain blood pressure. Surgical interventions would include a coronary artery bypass, a heart valve repair or replacement, or even a heart transplant. It may also involve the insertion of medical devices such as an AICD, a cardiac resynchronization therapy, a CRT, and ventricular assist devices, VADs. As far as lifestyle changes would go, a crucial part of the treatment plan for a patient with heart failure is to change several habits that are linked to the disease. These include smoking cessation, blood pressure control, diabetic management, dietary changes, stress management, exercise, and increase in physical activity. On our website at nursestudy.net, I think we have about seven care plans for CHF. You would just go to the website and just type in CHF uh, in the search box and they'll all come up. We'll go ahead and just give you a sample one here. For a sample nursing diagnosis, it would be impaired gas exchange related to alveolar edema due to elevated ventricular pressures, 
as evidenced by shortness of breath, no 2 sat level of 85%, and crackles on auscultation. For our desired outcome, the patient will have improved oxygenation and will not show any signs of respiratory distress. Intervention. Assess the patient's vital signs and characteristics of respirations at least every four hours. Rationale. To assist in creating an accurate diagnosis and monitor effectiveness of medical treatment. Intervention. Administer supplemental oxygen as prescribed. Discontinue if O2SAT level is above target range or is ordered by the physician. Rationale. To increase the oxygen level and achieve an O2 value within the target of at least 94%. Intervention. Encourage small but frequent meals. Rationale. To avoid abdominal distension and diaphragm elevation, which lead to a decrease in lung capacity. Intervention. Elevate the head of the bed. Assist the patient to assume a semi-fowler's position. Rationale. Head elevation and semi-fowler's position help improve expansion of the lungs, enabling the patient to breathe more effectively. This concludes our lecture on CHF. Don't forget to visit us at nursestudy.net for more care plans, practice exams, and study guides. Thanks for joining us.